This is episode six of Fit, Fun, and Frazzled. And on today's episode, we have Lisa Morton. She is a holistic interior designer, a feng shui consultant, and she also owns Good Chi, an online store full of crystals and space clearing tools. And I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you for coming on. Well, thank you so much, Nikki, for having me. I'm excited to talk about some of these fun things. And I'm so excited about your new podcast, too. Thank you. How are you? How's, how's your week going? <laughs> it's it's going really well. You know, I'm not, um, you know, the seasons are changing right now. And I'm not normally on board with that because I love summer. But <laughs> yeah, so <do> I. <laughs> I'm feeling it now. I'm I'm feeling it for some reason. I'm ready for fall and um, cider and, you know, sitting by the fire pit and those kinds of things. So. I know. I hear you on that. I love summer. And then I get excited at the beginning, like, mm-hmm. oh, it's time to wear sweatshirts and sweaters again and apple cider. But then, you know, in the morning when it's cold, I'm like, oh, I miss the 80 degrees. <laughs> I know. I know. I just, I just, that's when I dream of like toes in the sand, right? Yeah. <laughs> get to play on a trip or something. <laughs> I know. So I mentioned you in the introduction, a holistic interior designer. Mm-hmm. So where did you go to school and how did you come to find and love feng shui? <laughs> so <laughs> I kind of had a weird path um, to getting into what I do. Actually, I, I went to interior design school. I went to a small school in St. Louis um, and I, you know, I, I, I always say, when you're in design school, they don't tell you all the amazing opportunities you could have doing design, right? They think it's right. just like you do residential design or you do commercial design and that's it. And <laughs> I actually, I, start, I worked for a few years and then I um, fell into a wonderful opportunity and I um, designed private aircraft for seven years. Oh, that's cool. I didn't yeah. know this. Yeah, yeah, I did <laughs> that for awesome. a long time when we lived um, in St. Louis. And um, so I designed airplanes and, you know, for private individuals, I traveled around the world. And, you know, I had a couple projects, we would match their boat to their yacht. And <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> so it was it was so exciting to get to learn all these different types of materials and how they're applied and, you know, materials you would never use in in a residential setting or even just your average settings, right. <laughs> how you would use like goat skin and weird stingray skins and wild stuff. So <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> um, so I, I did that. And then honestly, I got into the holistic design because while I had this like epiphany, right? Like, even though I'm using these spectacular materials and, you know, the most beautiful linens and silks and everything, I just was not fulfilled in my design. I was not fulfilled in my heart. And I'm like, there has to be a way that I can make people feel different in their spaces beyond what, you know, what's just looks nice and, (laughs) you know, it looks luxurious and beautiful and and well-designed. I wanted to affect people in a different way. Yeah. So that's where I got into studying 
you know, holistic design. What is, what is that? You know, and I got some books on feng shui. <laughs> so that's kind of how it started. Um, and then I, I dove in deeper. Let's see. That was um, about 2012 is when I really dove in and decided this was the path I want to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, for our listeners that don't know, what exactly is feng shui? So feng shui means wind and water, and it's this this ancient art and science. It's over 4,000 years old, um, and it's a way of arranging things in your space to create optimal energy flow throughout, okay? To, I always say to create a space that encourages you to be the best version of yourself. That's always my goal when working with someone. So, yeah, just a little background. You know, it uh, it's just, you know, being a yoga teacher, Nikki, you get, there's so many different schools or sects of, of yoga, right? Different traditions, right. lineages. So it's kind of like that too. It, you know, there is really uber traditional feng shui, and then there's also more westernized versions and different practices and ways implemented. Um, so it's really interesting too, um, just to kind of, hone in on on what what calls to you I guess what style you know it's just it's kind of like are you a kundalini yoga fan or an ashtanga yoga fan yeah, or... <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like that um where would someone start if they wanted to get into feng shui like in so... their home or um books or whatever yeah sure <clears throat> let's see the best way to start is I mean, I, I try to create a lot of content for my clients, just like information, um, but there's some really great books. I initially started my studies with a woman um, named Sylvia Watson. She's out of Columbus, Ohio, and she's a wonderful woman and kind of got me on this path, and we, I studied one-on-one with her, and uh, she has a book called Feng Shui with What You Have. And it's not in print anymore. You have, I mean, I'll find one at the used bookstore and I think I have like four copies now they're used, but it's just a really great book, right? Yeah. You don't have to invest money. It just gives you great, easy tips on how to do it. Um, then after studying with Sylvia, I knew I wanted to like receive a certification, like really study this. So I went to a school, a feng shui school called Inner Harmony. And, um, it's several months you study virtually. And then I went for seven days and you just immerse yourself in it. (laughs) And so inner harmony teaches a style of feng shui called, um, interior alignment. And this program, this style of feng shui was created by Denise Lin. And if anybody, um, follows Hay House or, you know, the Hay House Publishing, uh, they probably know Denise. She has amazing books. And um, so what she promotes and what I believe is, is, uh, so I'm not a rule follower. (laughs) I'll say that again. (laughs) There's times when you have to bend and, you know, and shift things and, you know, using your own intuition, you know that. So interior alignment is this beautiful blend of, of feng shui and then also connecting with your intuition when, when implementing the feng shui into the space. So um, it's really powerful for me. And I feel like I've always been very intuitive in spaces and know what they need. And so it's a way for me to um, implement that. 
yeah. in a space. I like that. I'm trying to get more <sighs> into feng shui. My yeah. cousin actually sent me a book. Um, okay. Feng shui step by step. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm on your Facebook. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. My too. Facebook group. So, um, you know, there any of Denise Lynn's books are great as well. Here's the thing. So, you know, there's so many fun, different things you can implement and do. So read some books, have fun. Um, But if you want to go deeper, like if you really want shifts, big shifts in your life, you know, it is important to, to meet with a con con, to get a consultation and, you know, work with someone who can really lay out your floor plan. So as a consultant, you know, I've been taught how to take what's called a Bagua map, and lay it out how to balance the five elements. So we have fire, water, wood, earth, and metal, and how to how to shift the flow in your space. So, um, you know, looking at a floor plan, we look at the surrounding land around the home, what that looks like. Uh, we take into consideration how you use the spaces. You know, what your family looks like and how you live in the space. Um, so, I mean, I've had a lot of clients, you know, you can have huge shifts, you know, I was thinking like concrete results, if that's what you're going for, you know, it's important to, to, to have it done by someone who, you know, can really direct you the right directions. Um, because there's, um, here's, here's the thing everyone's home is completely different, right? Like your home is, doesn't look like your neighbor's home and the floor plan is different and you live in it different. It's styled different. There's different colors and textures and patterns. So what may work for great feng shui for her home doesn't necessarily mean it does for yours. I guess that's what I'm trying to get to. Yeah. Yeah. So all feng, you know, that's why there's so many great cures and tips and tricks that Mm -hmm. anybody can implement. But if you want to go deep, like we, we really need to get into that floor plan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that makes sense because this is this is gonna be this is probably talking like more about something with me, but there's a very, very nice house in the city I live in. Okay. And it's on a busy road and we pass it nightly, taking the kids to cheerleading and tumbling. And they have big huge windows and you could see in there's like no window lines or coverings. Okay. So their kitchen's in the front of the house and the sink's Hmm. in the front of the house and it bothers me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yeah, bad feng shui, but then that makes sense. Like it's different for every home. It is probably something about me thinking. (laughs) No, I I get it. You know, there's a, there's an aspect of privacy that they don't have. You would think that would um, affect them. It's, you know, it's really fun when I look at floor plans. I can look at floor plans now and be like, oh, they're struggling with relationships. Oh, they may not be so successful in their career. You know, I mean, I can see this stuff by just looking at your floor plan. Oh, it's, my God. That's it's so cool. wild. <laughs> <laughs> but what's so fun is we can easily implement things to shift this. You know, one of my right. teachers always said it's like, a, you know, one of the old old fashioned TV antennas, you know, the rabbit ears. Like mm-hmm. if you just ass- adjust the rabbit ears just a tiny bit, you can have huge results. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's not huge investments yeah. in your home. It's just maybe shifting something from one, one section of the home to another, or it could be even just introducing a color or a pattern or a texture. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I learned from, um, 
your Facebook group. Um, yeah. I think I said it in there, like with the leaky faucets. Yeah. Like our kitchen sink was leaking forever. And we're just, I was always just like, oh, it's not that bad. <laughs> that when you're like, <laughs> it's training money. I was yeah. like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Leaky pipes and faucets. You always want to get those fixed ASAP. Yeah. Um, so then I mentioned um, your good chi store and I am a lover of crystals and yes. you put the most amazing boxes together and Aww. also Lisa you can I've worked with you for like creating special boxes just for my kids mm. or something mm-hmm. I want like that so I like that too but yeah switching gears with crystals and stones when did your love for crystals start was it kind oh, of combined gosh. with feng shui or no 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 I okay. <laughs> I was I always joke like you know, as a child, we didn't go to Disney World or theme parks or do any of that or beaches. My family, we would go to, we would get in the car and drive to some national forest somewhere. And I'd end up wading in a, in a stream and fill my pockets with rocks. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my childhood, I loved rocks. I mean, I had a rock tumbler when I was eight years old and I used it so much it eventually caught on fire in her basement. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So I've just always collected them and had them around. And, you know, over time, just always had them, I guess. And then I really kind of had, it was like a poof epiphany, right? When I realized how I could blend the rocks and crystals that I have a passion for with my other passion, feng shui. So you can use the stones to enhance the energy of of what we're doing with the feng shui. So it's like another layer and it's just kind of like doing the feng shui on steroids, (laughs) if you will. (laughs) So it's just another way to alter the energy in in your space. Yeah. I have, I need to do, do you do like um, FaceTime consultations? Because I have so many crystals I've gotten through the years that I don't remember sure (laughs) yeah (laughs) so I do I do offer like zoom virtual work so I do that through both pure living with Lisa Morton my consultation business and then um through good she too we can talk crystals I do um I help people lay out their offices I can give you like top five crystals for your home what you know where a good place to start with where to place them and how to place them and all that I like that. Um, so talking, so this 2020 has been an insane <laughs> year with yes. COVID and everything and mm. everything going on this year. Um, do you have specific crystals that are good for stress mm. and relaxation? If I had a dollar for every time someone... <laughs> asked about stress relief stones this year. <laughs> it's been a hot topic. Um, I do definitely have some favorites. I have personally been really drawn to howlite this year. It's a beautiful white stone with gray markings on it. Kind of looks like marble almost. Um, and I've been carrying a tumbled howlite in my pocket a lot. I've been placing them around my home. Um, that's a really great calming stone. Um, lapidolite 
is good to bring in balance. It's another good one I've been doing a lot with. Um, Jasper has been helpful to stay grounded, which, you know, we all have just been, you know, so many questions and what's going on and who do we listen to and what do we do? And so Jasper has been really good for that. And one other one, I guess, um, that's kind of new to the Good She Collection is Blue Quartz, which is really calming and soothing. I'm writing these down. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have, uh, do you have a, well, I don't, is it just someone else's preference or personal preference, whether they like tumbled or raw? Oh, sure. You know what? I really like raw just because I feel like it was just dug out of the earth, right? Yeah. Um, However, tumbled is nicer to place in your pocket and, um, so it's really a personal preference. I mean, here's an example. Tiger's eye in its raw form is, it's okay. But you see a polished piece and the light and the flash of, of different tones of browns. It's really, really beautiful. Yeah. So if you're looking for more of a display piece, you know, it just depends on the, on the actual stone too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I like, I didn't even think about that with tiger's eye. The, um... Yeah the tumbled I'm looking at my bracelet with it on (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know another one is labradorite it's in its uh raw form um I have some on you know in the Gucci collection and it's it's cool to see it in its raw form but you don't see the beauty of all the colors in there until you see it polished I mean the front you'll see the blues and the teals and the aquas and all these amazing colors when it's polished. Hmm. What was that one called? Labradorite. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I know like when I first get my stones or crystals, I clean them. I put them in um, salt water. Mm -hmm. What are some other ways to clean them or charge them? I know full moon too, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure. That's a popular one. The moon. Um, uh, you can also bury them. That's something I used to do, and you have to remember exactly where you bury them. <laughs> do you just bury them overnight or a week? Yeah, you or... can bury them out in the yard. I used to bury them. I had this giant like palm tree in my house in this giant pot, and I would bury them down in there. And I know the plant loved it, and the stones loved it. They just loved being together. Um, so uh, you can bury them. Um, recently I've been doing a lot with smudging all the stones I use. You can burn, um, if you have white sage on hand, that's wonderful to burn. I like to burn using some cedar as well or sweet grass. Um, you can also place them out in the sun, not just the moon, but the sun. And then you can use water. Um, you can also bury them down in a bowl of, um, of salt. Okay. Another one is a bowl of rice. But here's the thing. You kind of want to check out your stones and know what you have because uh, – so if you're using water, if you put selenite in it, it will break down. Okay. Um, so there's certain stones you don't want to use with water. Uh, the sunlight, you don't really want to put amethyst in direct sun for an extended period of time because it will fade over time and you lose that – those deep, beautiful purples. 
Um, if you have a polished stone and you bury it in the sand or the salt, it may scratch. Okay, that makes sense. So just for my, just, just to make life easier, I guess, I typically waft smoke around my stones or place them in the moon. Is that to cleanse it and charge it? Is that the same thing, cleansing and charging? Or are they so? So you always want to cleanse, right? Whenever you get them, especially. And I'm a big believer. Like, of course, I'd love to sell everybody's stones. I don't have everything, and I I'm a big believer in supporting your local stores as well. Um, but you just you certainly don't want to get anything from some random sketchy website, right? <laughs> right uh or ebay or any of that yeah. know where your stones are coming from but even if you do i always say love wherever you're getting your stones but then you need to cleanse them and just get clean off any energy from any where they may have been anyone who may have touched them okay um and then from there you know you want to program that stone like talk to it, become friends with it. I know at first it sounds bizarre and weird, but you'll feel a connection to the stone the more you use it and the more you work with it. Um, I have a process with my clients where we charge the stones and program them to, you know, for whatever our goals are. Um, so before placing them, we'll do this. And I have you hold them and we breathe and connect with them. And it's really kind of beautiful. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you have any suggestions for people that want to get involved more with crystals or base? Yeah. You know? I mean, don't be overwhelmed. There are so many stones and you can collect as much or as little as you want. Like just maybe get one and start with it and look at it and enjoy it. And don't stress about picking, you know, you need one for this and one for that. Just find the stones that call to you. If you're looking at a bowl of amethyst and one is, saying, pick me, that's the one for you. Um, I do offer a beginner kit. It's our four top selling stones. And it's a really good combination. It's an amethyst, a jasper, a smoky quartz, and a sodalite. And they're just a really good place to start if you want to start a collection. Um, But don't overthink it. (laughs) Yeah. I actually bought both of my daughters the beginner kits, I think, last year for Christmas. Nice. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) Um, Has anything changed with COVID for your businesses? Or you've been doing stuff virtually, though. Yeah. You know. Right. Yeah. I've always done a lot of virtual work. But, and I have my, you know, I, I ship, I, I ship internationally, you know, so I, I ship all over. Um, yeah. uh, it, it's been a, this year we started the subscription box. So that has been so much fun mm-hmm. and that I'll be honest, that has kind of, that kind of kept me out of a bit of a COVID funk, if you yeah. will, <laughs> right. right? Because yeah. it's just been so much fun. Every month we have a different theme, you know, like intuition and creativity and balance and love and all these great themes. Um, so it's a surprise theme every month. And I've been really, you know, I could, when I'm pulling together the items for the boxes, I think about what's going on in the world and what people might need this, this time of year or, you know, what may be going on in their lives to really create a cool theme. So 
Um, that's been really great. I really missed people. I love doing pop-up shops at boutiques and yoga studios. And, you know, I just found out my favorite holiday market is canceled, which I totally Uh understand, but it's a way for, you know, I love talking one-on-one and helping people find the right stone. And we, we look through them all and we pick out just the right ones and make the start their own collection. And, Oh, it's been, it's been a really, it's been difficult not having that interaction with people, Yeah, you know, but, um, online sales have been great and I've been doing more and more of the virtual work. Um, so that's, you know, it's, 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 it's just as fun as ever. Right. Right. (laughs) We're just shifting to a new normal, I guess. Right. Yeah. That's everyone. The new normal. Oh Oh, my goodness. Right. (laughs) Is there anything new you're working on or anything coming up Um, new? So with good she, (laughs) I actually am having a sale this weekend. An autumn equinox kind of sale I'm cleaning out I'm calling it a clean out the warehouse sale (laughs) just cleaning out some stuff to make room Um, I have amazing really beautiful holiday specimens on order Um, I've already received some in and I'm just getting overloaded in my space so um, I'm doing a sale this weekend Um, all of our crystal candles are going to be on sale if you haven't um, ever had a crystal candle, there's it's a candle like normal, but there's a stone buried in the bottom. So there's like oh, a little cool. surprise when you yeah. get to the bottom. Um, people love them. And I'm going to have some kits on sale, uh, all kinds of odds and ends to just stuff like one-off specimens that I'm, I'm just ready to, to move on to make space for other things. Um, just more holiday stuff that's coming in. So I, I'm so excited to share it with you. So I need to make a room so I can unpack it all. <laughs> I know. I'm excited to see everything. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, to get access to the sale, you have to re- you have to be, um, follow the, on my website. So it, on the main page, if you scroll to the bottom, sign up your email and then I'll send you the link with all the information okay. for the sale. I'll put, I was just going to ask where people can, um, listeners can find you on social media and the internet. So, and I'll put this on the notes in the podcast okay. too. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, so for feng shui information, um, oh, which I realized we didn't go through my tips. If we have time, we oh, can yeah. go through my top five tips yeah. too. Um, so for feng shui, you can go to, it's pure living with Lisa Morton. M-O-R-T-O-N dot com. And uh, I uh, have a, an Instagram and Facebook page, and those are both at Pure Living with Lisa. Um, if you do want to dive in more to the feng shui and you're on Facebook, find uh, my private Facebook group. It's called the Good Chi Creation Club. And that's what we do, Good Chi or Good Energy it's all about filling our spaces with good vibes. And each month we have a different theme. Yeah. And so, you know, we've talked about, gosh, we've talked about healthy homes and we've talked about bringing plants in and implementing mm-hmm. feng shui and doing space clearings and all those fun things. Um, 
And then for Good Chi, you can go to goodchishop.com and you can poke around. Um, of course, always let me know if you're looking for a custom kit or a special item. I love putting together, like you were saying, the custom kits. I, Gosh, I just put together one for a gal who's going to be doing a home birth and one of some stones gosh. in her space. Like how yeah. amazing. I'm so honored to be able to do that yeah. and really put together a nice collection. Um, so at, so my Instagram and Facebook for that is at good. She shop. Um, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Thanks. So kind of fun things going on. I'm excited. Yeah, a lot. Um, so yeah, what were what are your five? Oh, my five uh, tips. Yeah. Yes. All right. So, um, and if I'm gabbing too long, Nikki, you tell me. No, I love that. <laughs> uh, so my number one feng shui tips. I always like to make quick, easy tips that people can go home. You know, I do a lot of talks at women's retreats and you know, conferences and things like that. And, um, I love to share things that you can go home and implement and shift the energy quickly, easily today. Okay. So number one is your front door. Always love your front door. You know, I, I'm probably, you're, we're probably alike and we use the garage a lot, right? (laughs) but still use your front door. What is the symbolic like front door of your home? Um, the, in the, in feng shui, this is called the mouth of chi. So this is where all the energy comes in, where we invite all that good energy in. So it's important to keep that door moving, opening and closing, make sure it opens easily, right? No squeaks and it doesn't, the lock doesn't stick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so you want the door moving and, um, oftentimes I'll have a client say, well, I don't use the front door. What am I supposed to do? Well, come up with a plan. Uh, take your dog on a walk every day through, through the front door or go out to get the mail through the front door. I, I don't have a reason, but I literally just walk past the front door every morning. I open it up. I take a look out, see if there's any deer in the yard, take a breath of fresh air and, and close it. Right. So it's just, just quick and easy, but keep that door moving. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, number two is find the center of your home. So the, kind of the central most area of your home and, and really pamper it, love it, give it extra care. So that may mean bringing in a bouquet of flowers, um, you know, cleaning it up, dusting, vacuuming that area, organizing the furniture, removing clutter from this area. And, and I was joke, we had a house, gosh, well, you know, we move a lot, Mickey, Nikki, but <laughs> we, um, we were in, in the east side of Cleveland and we had a house and the center of the home was a stairwell and the pantry. Mm-hmm. Well, what the heck do you do with that? Well, I would spend a lot of time keeping the stairwell clean. My husband likes to pile things on the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> so do I. So I would always, <laughs> I would always have to check that area and like, you know, take things up or take things down. Um, make sure the lighting is working well. Make sure, you know, I would always check that the carpeting on the stairs was like vacuumed and cleaned. Um, on the back side of the center of the home was, um, on the back side of the area was a, cl- a pantry. So I would make sure there was no expired food. You know, you don't want to leave 
a box of Cheerios with like half a bowl of cereal in there mm-hmm. for three months. <laughs> yeah. So I was with things nice and tidy and organized and full and fresh. So just do what you can to that centermost area of your home. Ours is the stairs and pantry also. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's hilarious. Well, I hope I inspired you, you to did. make some shifts. I'm going my pantry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, let me know how that goes. Okay. <laughs> uh, number three is replace the light bulbs. I always task people with starting at the front door, and I want you to circle clockwise throughout your home, take a little pad and paper, and note all the spent light bulbs. You will be amazed at the light bulbs that are burned out and you didn't even realize it. Yeah. It so often happens. And after a day or two, you stop even realizing that it's burnt out. Um, so replace those as quickly as you can. Um, you always want, you don't want anything broken. You don't want any any type of broken energy in your home. And that's kind of what that represents. And I believe, you know, that one broken item, the energy of one broken item can break down another item. You know, it's kind of a ripple effect. So you want to jump on it and replace that light bulb ASAP. Okay. Okay. Number four is repair repair any plumbing drips, which you touched on earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this um, plumbing leaks can really affect our financial state. Uh, So always check in with your faucets, your tubs, your toilets, your sinks. But also often I find leaks in refrigerator lines. Yeah. Um, You know, check your washing machine. Maybe, you know, if you have an uh, extra fridge in the basement, always check those that you don't look at every day. Make sure everything is flowing well and there's no drips. What if you always have a basement that floods? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> this is you? Yeah. Your house? Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think that's going to require a whole one-on-one call, Nikki. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that, that's, that's kind of a different energy than the leaky faucets, but yeah. that's something we should talk about. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then... My number five for my top five tips is just surround yourself with things you love. I tell people that if you don't love it, it doesn't deserve to be in your home. You know, often people are like, I just come home. It's just where I come at the end of the day. No, it's so much more. It's where you sleep and you nourish yourself and, you know, where your family and your loved ones are. It's such an important place. So Always surround yourself with things that make you feel good. If it doesn't make you feel good, then it's time to move on. Donate it. You know, think about, you know, maybe wherever you are, if you're at home listening to the podcast, you can just take a look around. What do you see? You know, artwork, pictures. Um, I had someone who the, (laughs) we were doing a few different areas, addressing a few areas of her home, but we're struggling with sleep and, in her bedroom, she had all these photographs of all these family members, which I always suggest in the master bedroom, only keeping photos of you and your spouse. Uh-huh. Um, okay. And there's all these family members. And the very first person she would look at every morning 
was a family member that she didn't care for. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and he took his yeah, and he took his own life. Oh. So yeah. that is just was just setting the first thing she would look at in the mornings. And it, you have to think about things beyond just consciously looking at them. Right. Right. It's like when we go to a hotel, you walk in and you're like, oh, look at that bedding. Oh, those draperies are beautiful. Wow. Look at that piece of art. Yeah. But when we walk into our house where we're our home, where we're at all, you know, you know, we've spent a lot of time in already, you don't always notice everything, but your subconscious does. Mm-hmm. So even though she may not have seen that photo, like really consciously looked at it, it's still triggering an emotion of feeling something in her body. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. We had like during um, stay at home orders and lockdown and stuff, we slowly started to redo our house. And my, I've worked out of um, my house for, you know, for a few years now, since my youngest sure. was like a baby. I never, I didn't go back to the office. Um, but we just had an extra bedroom as the office and then slowly it turned into the workout room, the storage room and all this. And I would go in there and be at my desk feeling like it was a mess. Like it, it, it's, it's a mess, (laughs) but we (laughs) never used our front room and it was just like a living room, like nice couches. And we took those out and then we turned it into our at home office now. And it actually like, it feels like, an office like it's very nice and clean the desk is clean I'm trying to keep it clean but (laughs) that's great I really like that yeah I mean you know I believe your home has an essence an energy a vibe to it like a soul right Mm -hmm. so by having these empty spaces that maybe we don't use it's kind of like an empty space in your home and it you know it's just like a the energy isn't flowing to that space. So you and your home will be happier by using it all just right. because, and I feel it's a big thing right now. I'm redoing a lot of formal dining rooms into other rooms that people can actually use and yeah. enjoy. I mean, just um, a few weeks back, I finished a turning a dining room into a kind of a reading room for a couple. Their kids are grown they don't sit down to formal dinners very often anymore, and they, they even have an eat-in kitchen, so they didn't need this space. Mm-hmm. So we found some really comfy chairs and just completely revamped the room, and they're so much happier actually utilizing all of their home now. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, and I think it's important, too, with work. I've worked, I've done a lot of virtual consultations for home offices, and, you know, when you're working from home, it, you have to really set up your space to get your head in that, in that headspace. So, you know, like I'm with you, Nikki, I've worked at home for a long, for years, you know, so yeah. I'm in a routine, but you really have to set up your space. And I always joke, there was a, there was like a year, I think my husband worked from home and like, oh, Nikki, like day one, day two, day three. It was awful. <laughs> he was in his office and I was in mine, but he'd come and like knock on my door. What are you doing? I'm like, I'm working. Okay. And he'd go back to work. Yeah. Like an hour later, he'd knock again. What are you doing now? <laughs> Still working. Uh, yeah. Like leave me alone. <laughs> you know, you just, um, you set up your routines and systems and, you know, so it is a big shift to work from home. Um, one thing 
Well, I'll, I'll say two things to really help with this is bringing in. Uh, so I mentioned the five elements of feng shui, the fire, water, wood, earth, and metal. Mm-hmm. And two elements I'm really putting into offices these days, really focusing on is the earth element. Okay, so the colors of beiges, tans, browns, you know, if you were to dig down into the dirt, what colors would you see? Yeah. Okay. okay. But also that can be square shapes. It can be horizontal lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and then think of maybe artwork, decor, um, you know, anything from the earth, sand, rocks, crystals, bring your crystals into the yeah. office. Um, and then on the other, the other element I mentioned um, was uh, metal and bringing a metal element into your space will bring you that laser focus that you need. Okay. So the color of gray, of course, um, the color white, and then any type of metal object, you know, a metal clock or a metal desk lamp. Yeah. Okay. And then lastly is, um, the circular shape. So in my office, I have a big metal circle clock (laughs) (laughs) on the wall next to me. You know, that's just something I've personally done just to help. Um, I recently remodeled my own office. So um, just something I wanted to do to bring in a little more focus. Yeah. It's good. I have my money tote in my office, too. (laughs) Nice. That's good. (laughs) It's traditionally meant to go at the front door, though. Well, my front door is by the office oh oh that's right you're in the front okay all right (laughs) nice good so you can symbolically kind of make your office feel um like kind of have its own energy too so um you know to give it more separation between the rest of the home because Mm -hmm. having a home office means your work is always you know 10 steps away okay and I know I'm personally a type of person I love what I do and I would just work all the time. And so I have to put in stopping times at the end of the day, right? Yeah. It's so easy to turn off sometimes. So there's some different um, different tweaks and adjustments we can do, too, to help with that, to kind of find that time where you turn off at the end of the day. Okay. Hmm. But, like, so you said the money took by the front door. Like, should it really be, mm-hmm. like, by the front door? Like, uh, Yeah. Okay. Yes. Like, yeah. Uh, so take your money toad I I always recommend a little table next to the door and you want him facing inward towards the center of the home well mine's facing out so okay well well there's you know I've read somewhere they say face out I'm a believer facing it in because that's where the you want you're pulling the energy in yeah okay so you have Thank to let you. me know. And I, know. I always tell everybody with any adjustment, give it six weeks. Okay. Oh, so anytime weeks. I work okay. with, yeah, any of my clients give it six weeks and, um, you know, journal, take some notes and see where, you know, where life takes you in those six weeks. I, you know, I work with people and I mean, I total disclaimer, it's not magic. I, I can't, yeah. you know, pull millions of dollars out of thin air for you, (laughs) but we can shift the energy. Right. Right. And people will, you know, I had a woman who got a huge raise recently. Somebody else got, found her dream home. Um, she's a Clevelander and found her dream home there. She always said there was only one house 
in the entire world she would ever move to. And it was down the street at the end of the street. And she loved it. We worked together. And like two weeks later, the house went on sale. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I love hearing these stories. <laughs> I know. Oh, gosh. And I do a lot um, with people looking to sell their home as well mm-hmm. um, to really shift the energy from a care, protection, loving energy of the home to let's be inviting and reset the energy. And we um, sometimes do. I also do distance space clearings to kind of shift the energy of your space too. Yeah. I need to get that done. I need you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do those for a lot of my clients about once a year and then I can give you the tools and whatever information and you can do upkeep, you know, I'll do a space clearing in my home just to clean it out. Right. It's like doing your cleaning of your home, but I do a, an energy clearing once every quarter. Okay. And then just anytime Sam embarking on a new routine of sorts uh, I'll I'll do a clearing then just to kind of reset the energy and start fresh it's always great to do after any type of illness mm-hmm. um, before implementing feng shui and another thing is people I, I always get face <laughs> I said I do like talks and things and and women's conferences and stuff and I always tell them the first before we implement any feng shui it's important to clean and organize your home, declutter. Yeah. And I always get this face, right? <laughs> I get it. I always get the scowl on all these ladies. I get it. It's stressful and it's hard. But that is the number one thing to do is clean and declutter before trying to alter the energy, before trying to bring in beautiful sofas. Like really do that groundwork. Yeah. It's so important. I know I need to do that. That's like on my list. Yeah. And there's, you know, if you don't want to do it, if you need help, there are amazing professional organizations that, you know, you can hire a professional organizer. There's the new TV show on Netflix. It's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I can't think of what what it's called, Um, but it's, you know, they go and organize everything. There are so many people that do that. They're amazing um, organization companies to, to help you, you know, build out a pantry. So it makes sense for the way you live. Mm-hmm. Um, take that time to do that, you know, or go and get some cubbies and bins and make your own system, but take the time to really take care of your space yeah. and do that for yourself. It's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> well, people should like, cause it's, it is the fall and um, autumn equinox yesterday. And Mm -hmm. that is one of the things like, um, getting organized and, you know, cleaning things up for the last bit of the year or whatever. So Mm -hmm. it's good opportunity. Well, definitely this time of year, I keep thinking, you know, with kids recently going back to school. Okay. So I did a blog post all about how mudrooms are shifting and changing. You know, we used to, oh, we would throw down, you know, like throw your shoes in a bin and, and you hang your coat up, but it's become so much more now, you know, people are having Lysol wipes at their back door and they're dropping different articles that maybe they, you know, they want to leave at the back door that typically they would have carried throughout the home. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, where you throw your mask right now, we have masks. So 
you have to put your mask or wash it or, or something. Um, a lot of moms have been, you know, worried about having hand sanitizer at the back doors. Once the kids walk in, I yeah. mean, it's just a different way of living, especially this fall. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's getting out those winter coats and the winter boots and all of our scarves and hats and gloves, but it's also a whole nother layer. Uh-huh. That's so yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, Nikki. <laughs> you are super mom. I'll say I don't have children. I have two four-legged, hairy, barking children. Oh. But <laughs> I, I don't know how you do it, Nikki. <laughs> you, you really always impress me. I love following you and um, seeing you and your girls. And <laughs> well, I, I only post the good stuff on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, speaking of dogs, um, Lisa and I have done a few um, crystal and essential oil <laughs> classes, and my dog is always barking. And for she's not knocked on wood; she hasn't barked once doing this. That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> I hear mine. My my, uh, my girl Violet makes whale noises, <laughs> kind of weird, kind of whining whale noises, and I can hear them in the basement. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> So, yeah, but they're part of our lives, too. And, you know, going back to pets really quick, um, it's interesting to know, to watch your pet, watch the rooms they go into and they don't go into and see where they like to spend their time. And it can tell you a lot about the energy of different areas of your home. Oh, I like yeah. that. Yeah, they're so sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on. I'll... Um... In the show notes, again, I'll um, post where everyone can find you. And yeah, and thank you. I had yeah, fun. Thanks so I, much, I like Nikki. Learning more about this stuff. <laughs> oh gosh, well, I love collaborating with you and doing anything with you. It's always a ball. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Hope you enjoyed this show.